0: Evening, Jace.
1: Evening, Stu. You. you all right?
0: Yeah, not too bad. You?
1: Yeah, it's all good. all good. Yeah. Been a while. It has. It has. I'm uh, obviously not going to talk about um, you Obviously, having a podcast with someone else last night. We'll just brush that under the carpet and move on.
0: Well, I, I have to say, uh, for uh, a first time, it was
1: uh, very good, matey. He was good, Phil, to give him his credit. I thought he, uh, he did very well, and uh, he did quite well on the auras as well. Yeah. Well, I think he's he's taking it to
0: a whole new level. I think you need to up your game. Um, you're a bit like Gary Neville on Monday Night Football, I thought. You've been taking it uh, a little bit easy. Yeah. Um, and and here's this new pretender. Uh, Phil's come along and he's got his all, you know, fancy technology and, and all of this. And you've been Alan Hansen. Um, taking it nice and steady on match of the day for, for a little while.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I, I think all I need to do really is let you do a podcast with Craig. And then uh, I'm back in. The, I'm back in the running. Yeah, yeah. What big big fish in a small pond? Absolutely. Yeah. You're and more um... like the Matt Detissia of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> what well, sweet left foot, like a magic wand. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he was left footed, actually, to be honest. Um, so no, all good to be back. All good to yeah. be back.
0: So uh, yeah, obviously, a bit of a, a surreal sort of um, time to be resurrecting the old sports podcast when there's absolutely none of it around, but. <laughs> But obviously, plenty of plenty of talking points. No matter no matter what,
1: there is, and there is. Um, as Phil mentioned, I think last like, night, there is Belarus football.
0: Well, even you could shine in that league.
1: I got a feeling I might get signed on a, on a, for a as a left back for a three year three year deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you still get done uh, done <laughs> for pace by Dennis O'Den. <laughs> legend, man's a legend. <laughs> well, you know, it's been a while, but I'm sure I don't need to remind you. First and only rule. Is we don't talk about cricket, understandably, yeah, and a fair rule, yeah. Um, anything else goes, as as we know. Um, our main topic tonight's gonna gonna probably delve into into the sort of competitions and and sports maybe, and some of the, the numbers flying around and um, schedules and competitions and when's everything gonna start. Um, and we'll sort of go through some some sports maybe in a, a bit more detail, maybe than Phil and I last night, um, but certainly uh, as per as per normal, what's the uh, highlight of, of your week been?
1: Uh, I think for me, the highlight was the reversal decision of Liverpool Football Club to not furlough their non-playing staff. Um, yeah. So I think, um, obviously, it's a bit of, you know, football's obviously very controversial because of the, the very high wages paid to, to Premiership stars, to be honest, I don't think it obviously does down the league's. Um, But for Premiership, and I think uh, Liverpool um, making that sort of decision quite quickly with Tottenham just put themselves in a bit of a bad light. Um, And I think there are other companies outside sport with bigger turnovers and bigger cash reserves. But unfortunately, Liverpool and Tottenham, they're more in the spotlight because, you know, you don't often have uh, employees um, on the wages that their football stars are. And at that point, I think I'm right to believe that Players hadn't really come out and started to say they would take cuts, which, to be fair, has happened in the last forty-eight hours. So, uh, but yeah, no good, good reversible. Liverpool, good PR, I think. Yeah, I, I,
0: as a Liverpool fan, I'd have to say I was a little bit embarrassed by um, their initial decision. Um, you know, I, I think certainly the way Liverpool have been in terms of winning trophies and things like that, you could certainly say the fans have been starved of success for quite a while um and it just seemed a little bit of a slap in the face um you know to to some of them and and their staff and you know the whole community around liverpool football club really um but as as you said you know you you could say they're a business and they deserve to be to treat their employees um that way but you know Maybe maybe it's something you know we'll go into in more detail with some of the figures that have been talked about. That have um, you know they are they are hefty figures, uh, and as you quite rightly said, you know um, the sensitivity around taking a pay cut um, is a is a very emotive subject, isn't it? So yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, ultimately they came, in my opinion, well, it sounds like both our opinions to the to the right decision for a a
1: very high profile team. Absolutely, yeah, and as I said puts pressure on Spurs now to, unless they have already today or last couple of hours, follow suit. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you know, mine, mine's was a um, a high profile um, story which uh, made both of us laugh. I know it was um, uh, to do with social distancing and the lockdown, um, but it seemed to come to light that Carl uh, Walker, after you know. <laughs> trying to encourage everyone to stay in and and keep uh, keep their distance and be safe um had allegedly been uh, entertaining two females of uh, two female sex workers yes which was uh, rather ironic um because presumably they couldn't get within 2 metres of him
1: <laughs> so uh yeah bless Kyle um you know you say he was supporting local independent business he <laughs> was being a uh, you know kind to the guy yeah <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, yeah, and I think did um. I, I'm not sure if I read it correctly. Is it is his England career finished now because of this? I saw a well, brief
0: brief headline about been
1: playing. Had he been not really, more, anyway. He's so. Gone
0: into a bit of a more of a squad player, had not they? Mm. Um, but it isn't the sort of thing that um, Gareth Southgate I would have thought would be wanting um, in in the squad, really, because it just shows an absolute, um, you know breakdown of, of basic decision making doesn't it really in the the times that we're living in
1: yeah absolutely yeah so uh no it's a good good highlight that yeah um, and the the fact that there seemed to be
0: the fact the um most of the press jumped on the social distancing
1: rather than the fact that he was entertaining two sex workers <laughs> <laughs> yeah that seemed to get brushed into the carpet <laughs> yeah yeah they went too fast about that one no
0: um, so, so in terms of our main our main topics for for conversation tonight, in, you know, uh, myself and as I said, Phil touched on bits of it last night. Yep. If, if if we focus on football, um, which as an industry seems to be and, and a sport, um, the two the two things seem interlinked these days. Um, football is is the sport that is taking most of the headlines. Because it's the most popular sport, it was due to sort of be reaching its point where Liverpool were were almost going to be winning or virtually yeah were lifting the title if not sort of this week the next weeks, um, and
1: the whole thing is is so up in the air, isn't it? It is, yeah. And I mean, I just read in some stuff. There was a quite a good article. Uh, I know me and you share um in the Financial Times on the weekend and uh is saying that the big five football leagues and their members, so that's England, Spain, Germany, France and Italy, face a collective hit of four billion in lost broadcasting sponsorship and matchday revenue if the seasons yeah. aren't completed, which obviously is highly unlikely. Um but yeah I think it's the you know that is the high profile and you know from a from a premiership perspective, I mean in Liverpool, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I've heard stories about camps. You know, they're going to play in camps to try and finish the season behind closed doors. You know, so the whole premiership, sort almost the camps to a, a, a place where they all just play. I, I just can't see that happening. No. Um, behind closed doors, which um, obviously the Champions League game, wasn't it, the week before the lockdown? Yeah. yeah. Um, they're saying, would that happen? Um, you know, I mean, I think... If that did happen, I suppose that does honor their contracts with Sky because that's obviously a, a concern at the moment. Is uh, I suppose a, a little bit of brinkmanship between Sky, BT, and the rights. Well, uh, you've you mentioned that. I
0: mean, here's here's some figures that I've sort of found. Um, a potential broadcast rebate package for Sky mm. would cost 371 million, wow. BT Sport 50 million. And here here's one that you know sometimes we forget international broad- broadcasters 341 million cool wow yeah so in effect 762 million if the season could not be completed yeah that's possibly a rebate yeah which back which which is madness and I, and I think i
1: mean obviously sky and bt and the and the, the um international broadcasters will have to be sensible because they, they can't kill the golden goose no, um, and they need these clubs to survive for next year to, to recoup. Right. So, um, but yeah, no, it is. Enjoy- I mean, I, you know, I have to say, obviously, as a, as much as it pains me to say it, um, I mean, you in theory, you meant you, you should just live, give Liverpool a title, um, yeah. but it does set a present, doesn't it? And I think the problem is, there's no way anyone was going to catch Liverpool this year, yeah. but but you know, it, they were. They're one weekend away, weren't they, from actually winning it officially? I think if they won their lap, that last game on the Premiership weekend and Man City had lost, they would have won the title anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's there's an interesting quote today from.
0: Whilst he doesn't have any um, jurisdiction over the domestic leads, the UEFA president um, Alexander Sephiron claimed he cannot imagine a
1: scenario in which Liverpool aren't Premier League champions. Yeah, I can't. I, I cannot believe anyone apart from, uh, rabid Everton and Man United fans <laughs> will um. Not your Liverpool to have the title, but I mean, from your perspective, it, I mean, Thomas, it's going to always slightly taint it, isn't it? Unfortunately, it it's, is. Yeah, which is wrong. You shouldn't do them because you're so far ahead. But it always be remembered as a year that the season wasn't finished, and you know, and um, and you know, for Klopp in the team, it must be you know galled. Like I said unless they pay behind closed doors, which maybe if the if the you know virus sort of tails off a little bit in this country, they might start to feel they can do that. Well, I think that that at what point can you extend the season? Obviously, the Euros have gone. Yeah.
0: Um, So, you know, you've got options, but it's quite interesting. Obviously, you know, we're talking about a premiership level. Um, You know, you've you've then got the second tier. Um, You know, who's going to get relegated? Who's going to come up? You know, those are probably the more telling sort of Considerations because you are getting into a whole host of legal ramifications there of, you know, dropping out of the the Premiership, which I think, you know, when, when a lot of these KPMG accountant type people run it, you know, you get the top 40 richest clubs in Europe and all 20 Premiership sides are in those top 40s. And, you know, that's against some big, big boys in continental Europe. So, you drop out of the Premiership, and it is, um, you know, that is serious, serious consideration. Um, and again, for the ones who are going to go up, the Leeds and the West Broms, you know, are you, are you saying that those two people, those two clubs, go up? Um,
1: but then all the teams in the playoffs would say, "Hang on a minute, we might have, we might have gone out automatically." Well, Leeds, Leeds, I think it says, you know, that Leeds or West Brom would have a hundred and fifty million pound in revenue. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I did read somewhere originally they were sort of saying no one gets relegated from the Premiership this year, so and they grow the league by two. so you let West Brom and Leeds go up, you you because they're you know uh, one and two. Um, they got so the league becomes twenty two, and then they kind of do a three club relegation the following year, and a three club the year after that. Yeah, Uh, or four, sorry, or maybe four in one go. So, um, and that way, at least, uh, yes, the playoff clubs lose out. Um but at least you're rewarding the you know the most consistent teams over the period. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, you, you could say, Well,
0: that's that's you never know what is round the corner, so that's why you always want to be in the top
1: top one or two at any any moment in time. Yeah. Um especially during so. the, the playoffs as well, isn't it? So Yeah. Yeah. I mean an interesting, you know, I think you know, we've had conversations in um, with rich and craig about sport and kind of maybe it's waning and in, in, in terms of younger people watching it so much and especially i'll just again read an article and there's a piece which says um sport in 2018 generated so this is global market this is sales and sports services and related goods so you could argue that that's obviously you know um merchandise um sponsorship tv rights um ticket sales um 489 billion the sports market worldwide yeah. 2018 and actually that's been increasing as well so even though we believe maybe we felt sport was slightly waning uh, obviously from a global perspective that up until this last month that's not been the case but it'll be but it'll be
0: interesting how is how is sport whether you know whichever your sport is um and certainly as as we said football takes most of the back pages certainly in this country, and has the highest profile, how are they going to ever try and get that money back?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, almost, they can't, can they? So no. He,
0: and some clubs will never recover.
1: No, absolutely. And the likes of Bristol Rovers, and you know, City probably got enough firepower and revenue to keep going, but the likes of Rovers and, and those clubs in that Swindon, you know, our local kind of football league clubs, well, this could, could knock them completely sideways to the point of no recovery or semi-pro level. Yeah. Um, at some point. So, but yeah, no, it's a. I mean, quite interesting. It's a bit of a, a side point, actually. I know we've mentioned it before. Um, and two things reminded me of this. One was the virtual Grand National on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and I, and obviously esports because this is the time where esports could fill fulfill a gap. And um, I was reading. Um, so FIFA, the FIFA 20, you know, the PS4 Xbox um, football game. There was a yeah. tournament last Sunday. And it was all the La Liga teams played to so the professionals. Um, and it was won by Marco Asensio, who's the um, Real Madrid forward who's been injured all season. Right. He hasn't played. He won um, the tournament. and well, was... We know what he's been doing when he's injured then. Absolutely. It was watched by 170,000 fans. live. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? For a PlayStation 4, uh, you know, football game. Um and, you know, and, and the likes of, um, you know, the virtual Grand National, but there are other, there's a, an F1 virtual game now. Yeah. And that's doing really good um, figures. Um, I think, that you know, that's starting to get, you know, 100,000 um, people watching. Uh, and F1 drivers, again, are looking to um, potentially participate in that as well. So it's quite, you know, esports might have its moment to fill in the next kind of three, four months. Yeah,
0: and and you know if if we're really realistic and looking at um, competitions that are um, and events that are going to be on or aren't going to be on, yeah, um, you know some of the things that aren't going to be on the Brit, you know the Open, the yeah, Open Golf, Wimbledon, the Olympics, the Euros, uh, Champions League final, Champions League gone. final, yeah, you know half of the, half of the F one season at least at the moment, yeah, uh, horse racing, you know the winter jump season that's been abandoned um and they've announced their their tight jockey title winner um with still the best part you know sort of three weeks to go um so there's there's lots of prime summer competition um that is just never going to take place now whether it's gonna get postponed uh whether it's gonna get moved to a different part in a you know what will be an absolutely jam-packed um you know schedule if if you like sports, come about July, if we come out of lockdown, you're never
1: going to leave your telly. No, that, absolutely not. That, the only thing is that you're going to be fighting, aren't you, to, to get eyeballs? Because, yeah. you know, you're going to people are, uh, you know, I mean, Aida's going to be a pent up mixture of people wanting to get out of the house <laughs> more. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people would have cancelled their Sky subscription now or po- postponed it and would be interested if they come back. And, but you're right. I mean, there'd be such a, a glut of sport on on uh, mixture free and subscription television, uh, and you've got Amazon obviously in the mix with the tennis and the Premiership last year. Um, but they'll all be fighting for the same eyeballs, aren't they? So it'd be interesting to see. Even then, sports might struggle to get a, a, a foothold in the viewing public.
0: Yeah, and, that, and I think there's there's um, you know I I've sort of having to think today, and, and there's probably um, a different different sports were going to have to try and react slightly differently. So I was thinking about tennis. So mm. tennis is an international sport played in various cities from week to week. Now, depending when some countries come out of lockdown or don't come out of lockdown, t- how can tennis get up and running? Yeah. So, you know, as a whole, that could be a very slow uh, sport to come back to any sort of level. Um, you know, you've got other sports that might be able to be played at a regional or yeah. national level before they kick off their own league, um, like football or rugby. But you maybe aren't going to be able to play your European matches. So you might feel that you lock down in England, um, you can play against English sides, but you you know you aren't going to be playing the European competitions. Yeah. So I I, I sort of view it that
1: some of these competitions are going to be coming back at, at different times absolutely and like you said same as f1 because they're global yeah. aren't they so they might be able to get one event off the ground in one country but then actually the, the teams can't then travel into that country if they're from countries that still in lockdown so you're right i think there'd be a, there'd be um the sports that can take advantage quickly the ones that are probably to be honest you know national only um and can rely on a very um, sizable audience in that particular country. So, there, again, premiership, premiership rugby, um, you, you know, golf, no, again, because you've got people all over the world travelling in to, to play. Um, so, yeah, it probably is going to be the two main rugby and football, will be the quickest off the blocks to take full advantage, I imagine, and then everyone else will have to kind of fall in line depending on the various lockdowns
0: yeah and and then at what point do do fans um come into the equation when are they going to be allowed to come back because um you know you look at the grief that cheltenham and horse racing got um you know so close to to the lockdown and you know everyone sanitizing and distance etc cetera, etc cetera. um but if if you're going to be a liverpool or a man united or a man city and you've got 50 60 70,000 fans at what point is everyone going to feel safe and confident to allow those fans to come back in? Uh, so, yeah. You know, not only have you got a national um, play in each other, then there's the lock, lock behind locked doors. How long does that go on for? When do fans come back? The whole thing just becomes an absolute minefield of... You know, social
1: distancing—the very, very thing that we're we're all being encouraged to do. Yeah. So yeah, limit um, people coming to the ground and stuff. And you know, I think I mean, two things. I think from this, it'd be interesting. One, will clubs now or any sport um, relook at their model because you know, basically TV subscription has funded this, you know, yeah. uh, explosion in um, in football and rugby and golf. Obviously, predominantly now is subscription only apart from the odd cup of day from the majors and on the BBC, um, yep. the sport that no, we don't talk about again, you know, taking sky money. So two things, one, we'll, we'll sport now look at this and go, look, it was great and we needed it, but we need to have a more sustainable model, which might mean reductions in, you know, salaries for for the players or maybe not such grand scale events. And and secondly, on the kind of flip to that is, is this the time when the likes of Apple, Disney and Amazon, go sniffing for bargains because, you know, Sky and BT fight out every kind of four years, don't they? Yeah. Uh, but now, I mean, Apple and Amazon and Disney got more money than, than those two put together. So they might look at this now as an opportunity to to get things on the cheap. And so, you're, you know, they could spread the sports over a, a range of platforms. Mm. You know, so it would be interesting which way it flips because clubs could get greedy again and go for a multi-channel, you know, multi-platform subscription like amazon did at christmas with those select games yeah um or they didn't wouldn't it yeah or they move away a little bit from the subscription and go look we need to build a more sustainable model which is maybe looking back at terrestrial tv again to get just viewing eyeballs on the sport especially the young younger people for golf you know predominantly and and the other sport we don't talk about
0: yeah i mean I, i think um you know we've talked about it you know on on um, podcasts and radio shows previously, where you, you're getting such a disjointed difference between the elite level, yeah, and, and then even the next league below elite level, um, certainly in somewhere like rugby, um, where you've got literally the second tier down from the top division, people are taking uh, players are taking second jobs,
1: yeah, which is unbelievable, um, yeah, which is just crazy, to, yeah,
0: uh, and. You know, if you look at some of the some of the figures that have come out from the RFU, the Rugby Football Union, um, they furloughed three hundred, at least three hundred and forty of their five hundred and forty members of staff. I think Eddie Jones has taken the thirty percent pay cut. Um, you know, there's there was a note I saw from Pat Lamb um, that Bristol Bears are potentially losing staff and players. Yeah, you know, these these are top. Elite level, and if they are talking about those sorts of of cuts, then it is just literally taking the money out of grassroots because if if they can't survive, then there is absolutely um, no way with a domino effect that clubs you know local to Bristol Bears like someone like a feeder club like Clifton yeah um, you know those sorts of of teams at any level in any sport they are just never going to be able to survive because everyone wants to chase the golden goose, don't they? Absolutely. And, and, yeah. And they'll take a chance that they'll do that. But eventually with no matches, no subs, no takings, no summer barbecues, all of those things that generate, you know, money to keep those teams going. Um, I think somewhere like rugby, it is a, uh, it is a
1: a pyramid that is just about to collapse. Okay? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and it was already you know stacked uh, as, as the, with the the um, uh, Saracens issue, wouldn't it? You know, with the overpaying. Yeah. So it was already you know a little bit risky, and it, and this could tip it over. Where the likes of football in you know again Premiership only, but I mean they they do have huge cash reserves. You know the Premiership company you know, and, the, and FIFA. I think I read somewhere have got something like three billion in cash. Reserved. Yeah, so they could they could ride this out quite easily. Yes, it will damage the individual Premiership clubs, but like you said, more importantly, it will damage the the Championship, League League One and Two, and then below that, obviously even worse. So, so yeah, no, I, be...
0: I think we'll I think we'll have fewer fewer clubs, and potentially fewer divisions um, anywhere below the the professional game, and that probably kicks in quicker in a in a sport like rugby than maybe it does football. But I think what will happen is that they they just can't sustain the models that they've got at the moment. And for the next, I think, two, three, four years, there are going to be voids and almost this vacuum in quite a few sports.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I think, yeah, so this is the thing. It's going to be a long reaching, you know, we won't, you know, it's quite interesting living through events like this is not, at the time, you don't really realize what you cut some of the impacts is, is when we look back in two, three, four years' time, uh, when landscapes change and we realize you know we were living through that moment when when sport, you know, and, and obviously you know businesses everywhere kind of had a, a watershed moment and changed radically. As I said, and I think that's again back to that piece around you know, is this the time where the likes of esports does fill some gaps because you know it is a lot cheaper <laughs> to to put on. Um, there is an audience for it, you know, without a doubt. Uh, again, the younger generation, you know, uh, th- to them watching, um, you know, someone like, you know, Rich's Ben will watch YouTube and, and Twitch um, for hours and hours, watching people play you know, Call of Duty, you know, Fortnite, FIFA. So, it, you know, it's a mass, and that's just ad hoc kind of casual people. There's There's fans that will watch it, you know, religiously and watch the whole FIFA game or the whole Call of Duty. So, you know, I think esports could step up. And actually, a lot of esports is funded by real sports clubs, aren't they? Yeah. You know, from yeah. football got their own virtual, you know, football team and stuff. So, I'm not. Obviously, we're we'll never replaced, but it might be a supplement. You know, and I think the national on Saturday actually was done quite well. You know, the virtual national on ITV. I don't know what the viewing figures were like, but I think it it seemed to pick up a little bit of press and and you know, it was a bit of a talking point for a lot of people on on Twitter and stuff.
0: Yeah, no, I think they, um, I think they, from their point of view, and uh, it was definitely um, that it was, you know, a bit of fun. It got people around a telly. Um, I think the the NHS benefited, but you know, they were very careful about um, how much was bet and how that money got to the NHS. Um, But from that point of view, people want want sport, won't they? And as you said, at the moment, in any form, whether that's um esport, whether that's something virtually um you know people are locked down and a lot of people don't have access to a garden um you know and and their hour hour of exercise a day you know and for for a lot of people if you've been just deprived of of your sport there's only so many box sets and so many repeats where you know the outcome of of a sporting event yeah that you can watch absolutely you know, you, you wanna by its very nature, if you watch sport, the the fact that you enjoy it is because of the unpredictability and and unexpected results that can
1: come along. Yeah, and I think that's why you know even the powerhouses of Netflix and, and Amazon Prime and you know Apple TV and how Disney have launched in you know it it they they will dominate the like you said the box set era and the and the the great TV, but they still know the only thing probably left at the moment. Which gets people talking in a live environment is is sport, and not in news at the moment, but generally it's sport, and and I think that's why it's still considered a cash cow for those, for Sky and BT and and um and you know Apple and Amazon and everyone else to look at because it's probably one of the only ways you're going to get mass conversations happening on social media about a sport and event, um and again it is it, the unpredictability of it because you just you know, as we know, you just don't know what's going to happen, especially in in the likes of boxing. But you know, in any sport, isn't it? Yeah. Apart from the obviously the boring five day thing, we don't talk about because that's just <laughs> you know. Yeah. So hopefully, that might be one casualty. <laughs> well, and and you know, one of the, one of the biggest things that
0: again comes around every four years, the Olympics. You know, that's supposed to be the pinnacle, one of the pinnacles of of sporting events. And um, you know, if if you look at the news today, Tokyo. Is just announced huge restrictions. So um, I, was, I was quite interested to see that, you know, they've thrown all their money at getting it completed for this year. Yeah. Um, the cost was supposed to be about 7 billion um, and they had to throw money at it and, and it was running at 28 million, a billion. Yeah. Um, you know, and we've talked about it again previously that, you know, any city that takes on the Olympics, it just becomes a millstone around their neck. Yeah, um, I think but,
1: there is there only one. I can't remember the stat. I think there's only one city has ever. Was it Los Angeles? Los Angeles in '84, and I think it's the only city that seemed to take come out the back end of it with profit. Yeah. Everyone else is. Uh, I mean, and I think with Tokyo, I think the plan was they were going to sell most of the stuff to convert it to houses. Right. And people are meant to move in next year. <laughs> so obviously now they've got not only have they got the issue with the Olympics logistics, but they've now <laughs> got uh probably tens of thousands of, of um Japanese no. people that, that houses now aren't gonna be ready. <laughs> but again, it it just it just highlights
0: um the fact of how much money people are willing to throw at sport.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's almost I mean again, I think
0: you know i'm not sure if it's an
1: ego thing or it's a it's a a, um, a trait but it's you're right i think people even business people lose their minds a bit do not they and, and just do things that you wouldn't do in normal business world you know um you know hence chairman of the football clubs aren't they you know they seem to yeah. lose all rational thought when there's a player <laughs> you, know, you know like a pogba or a um uh, the boy you know, who left your club to barça uh coutinho Coutinho, yeah yeah crazy money for someone you know and and, uh but it it, it just sort of defies logic really from an asset that is only gonna at that age devalue and actually what is one game away from breaking their leg and all that kind of stuff you know yeah uh, yeah it's crazy
0: yeah sure is sure is well uh i I think we've sort of uh you know mold, mold the uh the the basics out of that let's um should we move on to the classic ores sounds good looking forward yeah. to this yeah um and see how you see how you're doing whether you've put in, uh, put in that that chairman logic to uh to good use in in these over the years um and some have been a little bit just a bit of a gut a gut reaction yeah sounds so good no such thing as a wrong answer as always
1: obviously um but generally for you Easier, yeah. Me and Fran tend to get the brunt. Actually, you weren't that you weren't very um, you're quite kind to Phil last night, I found on yours.
0: Well, you know, first timer,
1: yeah, yeah, you'll learn, yeah, absolutely,
0: yeah, absolutely. Got to be got to be kind to these newbies, yeah, keep them coming back, yeah, <laughs> eyes down. Olympic gold or Champions League winner?
1: Well, being a semi pro footballer. <laughs> and I've I've already got a trophy this year, as you know. Right, to, yeah. Yeah. Just before yeah. the season ended, we were again uh winners. Um yeah. actually plate I was, plate, Chase, plate. Uh, still a cup. Um I uh, do you know what? I have to go Olympic gold. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. I just think like you said, I think every four years compared to every year. Yeah, I think multiple if you're if you're in a top club. And you are a top player. You, I know it's unlikely, but you're going to get maybe a couple of attempts to win a yeah. Champions League. Yeah. Um, where I think Olympics. I mean, if you, I mean, I know it's been a, a amazing. People at Redgrave, etc. But reality is, you probably get what two Olympics. Yeah. In theory, at your peak. So yeah, Olympic gold. Okay, I'm going to take it up a notch now.
0: Okay. A crappy Olympic gold Ooh. in say a field event. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Or a Champions or gold. League winner. <laughs>
0: or what? Sorry, crappy Olympic or, or, gold.
1: Yeah, or a Champions League winner. Oh, you could dine out on Olympic gold regardless. Um, no, I think it has to be uh, one of the top events in Olympics. To, to So, yeah, if it was an Olympic gold in, I don't know, um, walk-in against <laughs> a, a Champions League medal, I'll go Champions League. Apologies to all the walkers out there. <laughs> yeah, it's not a sport. You know it, I know it. We all know it. <laughs>
0: I've I've seen you walk like that in a pair of heels. <laughs> <laughs> that's when that taxi was coming towards <laughs> me. Jose Mourinho Yeah. Jose El
1: Oh, no. Uh, Azabal, isn't it? Yeah. Got to be all day long. Classy guy. Mm-hmm. Classy guy. Actually can play the sport. Yeah. <laughs> He's involved with. Um now Reno was uh, you know fifteen years ago he was he was brilliant when they I just think he soured his legacy hugely in the last five, six years, I would yeah. say. Yeah. yeah so as well. Fair play. Okay.
0: Uh Peter Crouch. Yeah. Or couch to five K.
1: Oh nice. Um can't knock Crouch really, can he? Um no, as in as we're in these current times, I'm gonna go couch to five K.
0: Okay, so yeah. you've you've gone for the 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 nation's fitness, yeah, over uh,
1: a lanky <laughs> podcaster, yeah, who's who's hitting way above his weight division, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bless Pete, but no, I'm gonna go for coach the five k. Okay, you've done the noble thing there. I have, then I've taken one for the country. Yeah, fair play. Uh, home run or dawn run? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's got to be dawn run, isn't it? Do you, do you know what dawn run is? No, well, no I, I'm I'm thinking yeah. it's when you leave somewhere at dawn. <laughs> yeah. What, like the walk of shame? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was assuming you go down that path. <laughs> Which so I was going for that one because that can have some funny connotations. I now realizing I don't think you meant the same. <laughs> Dawn,
0: Dawn runs the only horse to have won the champion of hurdle and the gold cup.
1: Got it. Yeah, let's and go. You've
0: probably, you've probably been with a few
1: that probably look like her. I think you're picking on the wrong boy there. <laughs>
0: uh, moving on, moving on. Uh, cycle lane or White Hart lane? <laughs> uh, oh, um, oh, it's controversial. Um, because you have been, obviously you said you were getting that bike out, didn't you?
1: To oh, yeah, go round. It was service yesterday. Actually, it's all ready to go. Yeah. Um, Mm, cycle it now. I guess go Hart Lane. Yeah, yeah. I think cyclists are just too controversial in this country. <laughs> you generally. don't like them, do you? I don't mind them to, at the moment. Go for it. Roads are empty. It's, yeah. it's when we're back to normality, then we're back to the love hate relationship with them. So I'm gonna go Hart Lane. Mm, okay, I, and yeah. by the way, did you get your stabilizers taken off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, uh, I've got my certificate. Fair play. Yeah, yeah thank you.
0: Uh, we're at course or genius.
1: Uh, oh, it's got to be genius, really. Yeah, it's got. It's got to be, isn't it? It's got to be. I think, unfortunately, in sport, you don't remember the the the, the journeyman do or the solid players in any sport. You always just remember your, you know, your your Maradonas, your Senors. You know, pick a, you know, pick a person in it, really. So I think it's. I think it's genius. But there's you know there's one or two flashes of inspiration in in 90 minutes yeah yeah or you get the likes of ronaldo and messi who do it for about 70 of those 90 minutes but no i think i think sport and i think that's again back to that point i think that is where sport excels because you know e- even a uh an average player in any sport has that flash don't they of, of genius or brilliance yeah and they do something i, mean, I can't remember what it was there's a player for sort of season ended. Who was kind of an average player and did an amazing turn in the box and scored. And it's like, you know, you think, how can he have that in his locker <laughs> when everyone's been calling him an average player? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I think genius is what people are remembered for. Okay. So, how I think I'll be remembered when I finally retire from broadside? Mm, I see. I think <laughs> you'll be the former rather than the latter, <laughs> <laughs> or donkey rather than the workhorse. <laughs> Yeah, I have scored a... Well, like I said, my own goals are almost as devastatingly explosive <laughs> as my goals the other way, which is a bit worrying for Rich. Someone just days. needs to tell you when, they, when
0: they've when they changed at half-time. Yeah. Really. It's just, I'm just like a wind-up. Just turn yeah. me around,
1: let me point me, and then I'll, I'll go that direction.
0: <laughs> uh, Wayne Rooney or Wayne Gretzky? Oh.
1: Obviously, you're biased because Gretzky... Ice hockey's not so big over... I think... Um, now he got to go for. Do you know what? Actually, I'm going to go for Rooney because. Oh really? No, no. Listen, what listen. the greatest player of all time at ice hockey? Yeah, Gretzky is is awesome, and he has gone one of the best quotes of all time: "About going where the puck goes, not where it's been." But do you know? What? I feel sorry for Rooney I, because I still think he's England's top scorer. Yeah, Manchester United's top scorer. Uh, he won everything at club level. He's the uh, Granny's top scorer. He's a Granny's top scorer. Um, I just think he's. I think it's because I don't know if it's a class thing with him, or yeah, and he has made some horrendous decisions in his life, bless him. But I think he doesn't still get the credit he deserves. Do you agree with that? Um, I, yeah, no, I, I, I know where you're coming from, and I
0: think he was possibly playing in average England teams, yeah, certainly it at, yeah. at that point in his career. And he could have been a, he could have made better life choices, but he could have had better players around him. Certainly, from an England point of view. Yeah, um, I think he he wasted one of England's best chances against Portugal. I know we've talked about it, but yeah, um, did he make the most out of what he had? Probably not. Is that his fault? Probably not. You know, it's, it's right place, yeah, right player, wrong place, wrong time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. A Bit like Shearer. Yeah, you, know, you put Shearer in other teams, and he'll. You'll get tons of medals as it is. David May wins more than he does. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's that scenario with Rooney, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I go, uh, Gretzky is a le- is a legend, but no, I'll go, I'll go Rooney. Still the wrong choice, though. And I, yeah, and I think Gretzky might have a dodgy personal life as well, aren't he, from memory? Ooh, okay, then. <laughs> I bet I'll say anything more. Are we like we to <laughs> we slander on this podcast? <laughs> well, there's only about
0: four people who listen, so we'll uh, <laughs> Yeah, but no, no, I could be Wayne
1: Gretzky.
0: <laughs> Wayne Gretzky's lawyer. <laughs> so at the end of it you just need to leave your full name and address Jason yeah uh,
1: my name's Phil <laughs> I live in Worthing <laughs> um,
0: and the last one for this evening then so, yeah. so I'm determined now and we're not having any, any more Michael Jack, uh, Johnson ones right okay Look, he is one of my favourites I know he is and I was thinking yeah. of a few and I thought no I'm going to throw in a curveball every okay. week Oliver Dowden
1: Jesus or Oliver McCall. Uh Well, now I'm a little bit stuck because I know McCall. Yeah. Not quite sure who uh, Oliver McDonnell is. Knowing you, he's probably a squash player (laughs) or a (laughs) badminton player from the eighties. So on that basis, and the fact he cried in the ring, I'm going to have to go McCall.
0: Mm, that's it's a safe bet. It
1: yeah. is a safe bet. I thought, yeah. Who is the other guy?
0: Uh, he's a minister for sport. <laughs> but I which...
1: bet he can. I bet you can play squash. Which, if you were going to appear on a sports podcast, <laughs> yeah. But actually, I'm I'm easy anticipating of of being not with sport <laughs> because he is a minister for sport, which has got no actual weight in the sporting
0: industry. But obviously, he's he's in for digit, digital. Um, and
1: media and culture. So oh, yeah, all those, all those other things you like. Yeah, he just lumps them all in. I'm, I probably know him from those places more than like, than he is famous for his sporting pronus. <laughs> so now I'll go from a call. No, that's fair enough. That's Love. fair
0: enough. He had some nice fights with Lewis, didn't he?
1: He did. Yeah, he was a do- i think is he has he passed away? What, uh... am, I, am I again making up stuff? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so you, you've killed Alan Oliver McCall. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You-
0: and labelled well, Wayne Gretzky.
1: See, just as we talk live, we are. I'm, I'm now. Uh, no, he's he's 54. <laughs> my, my age. <laughs> he's had he's had 74 fights, 58 wins, 37 by knockout, 14 losses. 14. <laughs> I had less than <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> to be fair, you only had two fights, so Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of those was in Mickey
1: Finn's. <laughs> so, uh, that's amazing. He's... uh Oh, he hasn't fought for a long... Oh, I'm going the wrong way. <laughs> last time he fought... God, I didn't realise this. The last time he fought was November 18th. Wow. 2018. And he won. <laughs> Blimey. He beat, he beat a guy called Larry Knight from America. In the HEB Tennis Center in Texas, he must have just had to stand up on that. Fifty-two, he would have been when he would have thought that. How old was Foreman? Was he 48? Uh, forty-eight? Forty-eight, wouldn't he, when he won the title? So, yeah, wow. Fair flow, There you go. We had a little nice little uh, side tracking to Mr. McCall's uh, recent boxing career. So it's entertaining. And uh, informative. Yeah, which is I, I think is the, the bio on our podcast, isn't it? <laughs> G- generally. Yeah. <laughs> not, Just not this evening. <laughs> yeah. No, and <laughs> not and not allowed to be uh, used in the marketing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's that's been fun boxer. Good very uh, good. Good to have you back. And you thanks, Homer. Very good. Enjoyed um, that. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a B plus on the uh, on the oars there. Well done.
1: No, that's good, thank you. So, I thought that's one of my better um showings, to be honest.
0: Yes, yeah, there was yeah. A, a degree of, of common sense, which, yeah, <laughs> although your lack of knowledge <laughs> for Dawn Run was worrying. Yeah, that, yeah, I inter- was just my own personal um, interpretation, <laughs> yeah, my own personality coming through there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, well, thanks for that. Um, thank you very and much. hopefully, we, we can uh, catch up and do another one soon. I'm sure we got lots of time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, take it easy, Sue. Cheers, matey. Cheers, buddy.